0: Hello and welcome to our podcast on the ethics of buying a dog off a breeder. First we'll have Eva to start us off. Right, so one of the benefits of getting a dog from a breeder would be if you're looking to train a therapy dog or a seeing eye dog for the blind. These dogs are put into foster and trained until they're old enough to work. Um, My next point would be... Some dogs from the shelters may have physical or mental scars. Some people will find this unattractive in the dog and might not want to work with a difficult dog. Um, My next point would be there are certain requirements when you're adopting a dog from a shelter, such as a certain sized garden, and you might have a restricted time that you're allowed to be out when the dog is... um, when the dog's home alone, if they have attachment issues.
1: Yeah, but I think people should, be, should offer the dogs a good home. So if you chose to adopt your dog, it should, they, your dog should have like a home with all these requirements so that they have a good life and that they're not mistreated.
0: Yes, but there's the issue of if the dog is aggressive towards other animals or other people, it may be difficult to have friends and family over. And if you already have pets, you won't be able to adopt that dog.
1: But you should only adopt a dog that suits you and your house and your needs. If you have ad- other dogs at home, you should adopt, if you, if you want to adopt, you should pick a dog that is good with other dogs and that will suit your family.
0: Yes, but some people mightn't want to wait to get a dog and they might look for a respectable breeder.
1: Yeah but I think if you're adopting you're saving that dog from a life in a pound or in a kennel and that if the dog has their own issues that people should be willing to work through them for the dog's sake and for their own because even if you buy a puppy they might grow up to have the same issues so you can't just say oh well if I buy them they'll be fine.
0: Yes but some people mightn't have the time or the patience. So should people get dogs for Christmas then?
1: No, people shouldn't be allowed to get dogs for Christmas because, as you can see, in different shelters, dogs are do- dogs and cats and all of the types, all the animals. They're gone for Christmas because everybody wants to give their daughter or their son or whatever a puppy, and then they all there's an inflow of dogs after Christmas because people don't want them anymore and they're too much hassle and it's too hard to look after them, so they're all just lobbed back into the parents.
0: I actually agree with that point. Um, you shouldn't. Like, buy a dog at Christmas if you've never owned a dog or anything, because they'll just end up in the shelters. Thanks for listening. This was Shauna, Ava and Eva. Hello
2: and welcome to our podcast, Unboxing. My name is Ailin, and here with me is Jamal, Caitlin, Femi and Ava and Connor.
1: Caitlin, in your opinion, who do you think will win the Wilder vs Fury fight part two?
3: Uh, I think Fury will win, as he he wants it more and he has a better raw boxing technique and a longer reach.
4: Femi,
5: what about your opinion?
4: Well, in my opinion, I think Deontay's way more dedicated than Fury. And I think Deontay's a much better fighter than Fury also. And I think he's more
5: powerful than Fury as well. Caitlin, how do you think the fight will end?
3: I think Fury will win on points.
5: Femi, how do you think the fight will end? I think the fight will end with a
4: knockout. And Deontay will knock him out in the fifth round, probably sixth.
6: Yuri has since changed his trainer so it will be interesting to see if this has paid off for him or not it may affect his performance in the fight.
2: Thank you for listening to our podcast, this was Aylin, Jamal, Caitlin, Femi Ava and Connor, goodbye Hi, I'm Sophie and I'm here with Katie, Michelle and Jody, and we're going to discuss what makes a serial killer and mention a few examples as well so we're just gonna get started. The first question I was gonna ask is, do you think serial killers have to suffer with something like mental illness or to go through a traumatic experience in their childhood to do what they do? Or do you think they develop a certain tendency to kill like throughout their life?
6: Um I think that like no one can just kill someone and be like mentally stable, you know, like they have to be insane in some way to be able to take someone else's life. And I think even like kids like from a young age can like kill insects and stuff like that which can lead on to bigger things like killing animals and then it can go on to something else like I feel like they definitely have to be born with something and it just gets triggered in one way or another that leads them to like commit the crimes they commit yeah
4: no I don't think there's a yes or no like I think anyone can be a serial killer and like it just depends on um it could either be how they grow up or just like just just start to build up tendencies to just do it like anyone can be it like it depends
2: yeah, I'd say I agree with you. Also, like in your opinion, if someone does have a mental illness, do you think they should be treated in an asylum or sent to prison, like punished for what they did? Oh,
4: definitely in prison and like suffering, uh, but also getting treatment. Like they should be like just there. Yeah, deserve to be helped, kind of thing. Yeah.
7: Yeah, I don't think I don't think somebody should go to an asylum or a mental hospital I think that they should get the help that they need like obviously there's something clearly very wrong with them so they should get the help they need but while they're in the prison while they're doing their time because like legally the punishment is like in prison so I feel like it's not fair to like anybody else who's done a crime if they're out there getting the help they need like I know that there's certain hospitals and places where they can get like help like that as if they're in an asylum But like being kept away from everybody else, because even being in prison after that, like even if you've done like even if you've stayed in an asylum for a while, even being in a prison after that, back with people, back with prisoners, like it could just like mess you up again and it could be like even worse.
6: Yeah. I, I think if someone is proven very like mentally unwell they should definitely be sent to a mental asylum because like they're obviously not in the right state of mind to be around people who could possibly like you know like it could, it could cause serious yeah it could cause serious like violence or like whatever I think they should just be like sent to where they're, should, they're supposed to be because a mental asylum isn't exactly like the nicest place either no. so like if they yeah exactly yeah. like obviously we were saying earlier that like if someone is a serial killer they have to be kind of not right in their head anyway but like if someone's seriously like mentally Unwell, they should definitely be sent to what, the we,
4: proper place to be treated. Be sent there for like life, as in like the same like convi- like as
7: no. same sentence, just same in a sentence, different place, or just
4: a different no.
7: yeah. I don't think, so. You don't think so. No, I don't think so. I think that they should get the help that they need while they're in there and doing mean? their time. Like you can't like let's just say they get like twenty five years and then. They're going doing like one or two years in an asylum. Like that's is that is that one or two years after twenty five years in prison or what? But I think that
6: they should be in the mental asylum for the sentence that they're given. Like the whole, like serve the whole sentence in the mental asylum.
2: I'd say I'd agree only because depending on how long they get actually in prison, like once they're let out, I'd say if they're not actually like treated and dealing with the problem they have, they can easily go back and do the same thing again. So I I say I would agree. But when we're talking about prisons, do you believe in the death penalty? I know we don't have it in Ireland, but they do have it in America. Do you believe Um, that's right? I I don't
6: think it's right at all because I feel like it's just such an easy way out for some people. Like, obviously, when you're in prison, it's not a nice environment to be in. And I feel like it's just so easy to just, like... They've gotten rid of all the kind of horrible ways of the death penalty. Like, I'm pretty sure it's just an injection or whatever that they get now. So I feel like it's just such an easy way to just, like... Why do you think they should, like,
4: have... Human life, like they took yeah. away someone's life, so they like, shouldn't. Yeah. Don't they don't shouldn't have it, you know. They shouldn't have that kept that satisfaction that they're still living, kind yeah, of thing. Like and they got rid of someone else's life, so they're yeah. not
2: exactly being punished though. If they just like, if they just die,
4: yeah, you know what I mean?
7: They are though. Like, I don't fit. I don't think it's fair that like, if I agree with the death penalty, because I don't think it's fair that like, if you, yeah, if, like if you if you kill somebody and let's just say you get life and your time's like thirty years, thirty four years. After thirty four years, you could go back out. Like you could move country, you could change your name, all of this, and so you, you could have life, exactly. Yeah, you yeah. sort of a chance at like you've ruined somebody like, else's else. Yeah, but life. I you've think that you should families.
6: have to live with what you did. Like you should just be in prison. Like that's what that's what you should do. You should serve your the time. Likes,
7: there's the likes of some prisoners who will go in there and fake it and be like, yeah, exactly. Yeah,
6: like Same I'm better, name. I'm fine. Yeah. Like fake it, yeah, then go and kill again. Yeah, but you have to serve what you have to serve. Like just because you say you're better, it doesn't mean you just get
4: out automatically. Well, some, like, um, like, like prisons, like they. They'd be like, oh, they look like they're doing, like, good and, you know, might give them, a kind of parole thing where yeah. they let them off, like, give them a chance because they look like they're doing all right. So. Yeah,
2: I'd say I agree with you, but... Um there is a lot of serial serial killers out there that we know of, but documentaries as well. Netflix is really good for making documentaries on them. Do you think documentaries are good for raising awareness to the world on serial killers, or do you think it can cause people to kind of repeat the
4: actions of the oh, serial killers? I think it depends who watches them. Like, there could be some the wrong people watching them. Could be the wrong people watching them, and they get their, um, feel the need to just do them actions and stuff. And. Um, yeah, it's
2: just events. <laughs> okay, well, we're going to go on to our last question. Do you think there's a reason to why the ratio of male to female killers is a lot higher, like on males? There's a lot more male killers. Um, I actually don't know
6: any, like, female. I like. Do. <laughs> I don't know any well known, like, female killers, and I don't know if there's a reason for that, but I feel like it could be something to do with, like, how men. I want to be more in control of things like they want like a sense of power but I don't think you can just say like oh because you're a man you're a serial killer like obviously yeah. that doesn't that doesn't make any sense
7: yeah that's what I I agree on that as well I don't think it's fair to say like oh you're a man so you're more likely going to be a serial killer than a woman like I'm sure I don't really know of many but like I'm sure there is a plenty of like women serial killers out there and I just don't think that like I just don't think it's fair to like put it on men saying like well you're more likely if there's a woman and a man standing in front of you I don't think it's fair to say you're more likely to do that like everybody has the same like Likelihood everybody has the same chance of like doing the same thing.
2: Okay, well we're gonna wrap it up there. Thanks for listening to What Makes a Serial Killer and we'll see you next time. There you go. Hi, my name is Beatrice, and welcome to our podcast. Today I am joined by Ellie, Alva, Anna, and Emmanuel, and we will be discussing the death penalty. We are interested to find out what people's thoughts are on this subject. Ellie, do you agree with the death penalty? I agree with the death
3: penalty because I believe that some people don't deserve to live after committing a crime, for example murder. Ava, what are your thoughts on this? Um, I don't believe the death penalty is right. I think if someone killed someone they should be in jail and suffer rather than be put out of their misery.
5: Uh, I don't believe in the death penalty because people shouldn't decide who lives and dies. So.
3: Um, I don't know, I just feel like one of the basic human rights, like, you can't really take away their right to live. Like, no matter, like, how bad they've done, like, I just don't think it's right to take someone's life away from them.
2: Um, Emmanuel, in your opinion, should the death penalty be in Ireland?
5: Uh, I don't believe it should be in Ireland because it's in America, which is a bigger, bigger country. So it has more crime, and Ireland doesn't really have that much crime, so, yeah.
3: Um, Yeah, I don't feel like it should be in Ireland, because, like, people are already getting murdered, and, like, I just don't see how it would help by killing more people. Um, I don't think it should be in Ireland or any country, really. I don't think it's right to take someone's life away from them.
2: Yeah, no, I don't think it should be in Ireland. Ava. Um, do the victims' family deserve justice if one of their family members have been murdered? Um, I don't...
3: I think they deserve justice as in finding out who murdered their family member and to be put in jail but I think justice for the family, I don't think it will give them closure for the person who killed their family member to die rather than for them to be, know that they're in jail and locked up and won't be allowed out. I think that's better for them.
2: Yeah, I agree. Anyways, if if you killed someone else, don't you deserve to die as well?
5: I don't think, well, it depends. Well, you deserve to die, but we're, we're not, we're, like, we don't decide who lives and dies, so you shouldn't, like, kill somebody, like, by your own hand. But, yeah, it's deserving of, of the death penalty, but, yeah.
2: Um. Last question. Should there be an age restriction Yeah, I think there should be an age restriction. For example, if you're 14 and committed a murder,
3: um, you're most likely to be, like, immature or have, like, mental issues. Yeah, I just feel like that, like, if they get put in jail, they'll be out when they're, like, 30 or 40 and they could start, like, a new life over again if they just made, like, a mistake. I think, again, like, if you're a minor who has murdered someone, I think... As a minor, a teenager, you're not, like, fully mentally developed. And you could have psychological issues as well if you were to commit crime that young. So I don't think it's right to kill a child for someone who probably mightn't have known what they were doing.
5: Uh, At, like, a young age, like, age 14, 15, 16, even 13, 10, I think you know if it's right to kill somebody or not. So, yeah.
2: Um, Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye.